This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello. Welcome to This Day in History class, where we dust off a little piece of history every day. Today is April 13th, 2019. The day was April 13th, 1873. On Easter Sunday in Colfax, Louisiana, a massacre broke out in the aftermath of a controversial election for the governor of the state. The conflict had started months before as a battle between white Southern Democrats who wanted to keep restricting the rights of formerly enslaved people and Republicans who advocated for reconciliation and Black emancipation. But on April 13th, the clash turned into a bloody tragedy. As many as 150 Black people were killed, while three white folks died. It was one of the deadliest incidents of racial and political violence during the Reconstruction era, or the period in American history right after the Civil War. Though the Reconstruction era was generally a tumultuous period, the massacre led to the Supreme Court case United States versus Cruikshank, and encouraged the institution of the Jim Crow system. The Reconstruction era was fraught with violent racial incidents and domestic terrorism from white supremacy adherents. People who wanted to hold on to the values of the Old South and others who wanted to move forward with Reconstruction were at odds. And this was evident in the 1872 election for Louisiana's governor. William Pitt Kellogg, the Republican candidate, went up against John McEnery, who was nominated by a so-called fusionist coalition of liberal Republicans and conservative Democrats. The results of the election were widely disputed, and each side claimed to have the legitimate governor. President Ulysses S. Grant supported Kellogg and the Reconstructionist Republicans by sending federal troops to Louisiana. But the fight over who had political control continued. In Grant Parish, there were about 2,400 formerly enslaved people who mainly voted Republican, and there were about 2,200 mostly Democratic white people. There was debate over control of the courthouse at Colfax in Grant Parish, but the Reconstructionist Republicans ended up seizing it. So just in case the Democrats decided to take back the regional government, an all-Black militia set up at the Colfax courthouse. On the other side of the aisle, white Democrats organized a militia to take the courthouse. On April 1st, fusionist James W. Hatnot went to the courthouse with about 14 men, but they realized they couldn't take on the militia that was there. The Republicans responded by raiding their rivals' homes. News of the raids spread, and by the next day, battles had erupted. The fighting continued for several days, until it came to a head on April 13, 1873. Somewhere around 150 white people, including ones from white supremacist groups like the Knights of White Camellia and the Ku Klux Klan, surrounded the courthouse. About 150 black men ended up fighting on the Republican side, led by a Civil War veteran named William Ward. But their weapons were no match for the rifles, shotguns, pistols, and hunting knives that the white folks had. Some of the black militiamen fled, while others surrendered. The white people fired a cannon on the black people and eventually set the courthouse on fire. The black men surrendered, but the white mob wasn't done. 
They captured, beat, shot, and hanged a lot of the Black militiamen. By the end of the night, anywhere from 62 to 153 people had been killed. Three of those people were white, but it's not clear exactly how many Black people died. News of the massacre soon made its way around the country. In the end, 97 white people who had committed the massacre were indicted, but only three were found guilty. Nine were charged with violating the Enforcement Acts of 1870 and 1871. The Enforcement Acts, also known as the Ku Klux Klan Acts, were meant to protect the rights of Black people under the 14th and 15th Amendments to the U.S. Constitution. Lawyers thought it would be better to get the defendants on conspiracy to commit what we now consider hate crimes, rather than murder. But in United States versus Cruikshank, the Supreme Court ruled that the due process and equal protection clauses only apply to actions of the state, not individuals. It also said that racist intent had to be explicitly alleged for it to be actionable at law, and that the federal government could not prosecute people for violating Black folks' civil rights. Soon enough, segregation would start to become law. On April 13, 1921, a memorial to the white people who had died in the massacre was unveiled at Colfax Cemetery. An inscription on the monument read, Erected to the memory of the heroes, Stephen Decatur Parrish, James West Hadnot, Sidney Harris, who fell in the Colfax riot fighting for white supremacy, April 13, 1873. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If there are any upcoming days in history that you'd really like me to cover on the show, give us a shout on social media at T-D-I-H-C podcast. We'll see you here in the same place tomorrow.